It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Welcome to a special Thanksgiving Eve live special with your Scoreboard Addicts podcast. As you can see, we've got a new layout because we've got a new collaboration going on with Belly Up Sports. If you haven't heard of Belly Up Sports, well, you have now. Look for them. They're out there. We are working with them, and it's going to be a phenomenal relationship. I can't wait. I, I feel like I'm channeling my inner Avery right now. The man, Aves. Number one six for the blue shirts who are currently beating the Islanders. And I love it. TJ, talk. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All I know is the fourth line is getting it done right now, boys. Are you are you seeing this? Yeah. Rooney fourth with two line, goals tonight. Yeah, let's do it. But you know, everybody amazing verified if Reeves gets hot. Listen, Reeves, yeah. who assists on, on the night. Reeves to Rooney, baby. The RR. I love it. I, and you know what? I don't want to hear the haters. I don't want to hear the Islander fans saying, oh, we got the COVID shortened lineup, blah, blah, blah. Great, whatever. Awesome. We were going to catch crap either way. If we lost the game, it was going to be, oh, the Rangers suck, blah, 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 blah. We win the game. Oh, well, it's not fair. We'd beat you straight up because we all our players are down. What? Old man Char is not on the bench. Who cares? Come on. Let's get real. <laughs> they were the Rangers are rolling that. hot. Okay, who, who's floating at the bottom of that list? That's right, the Islanders in their IBS arena. I was going to say, most of the time, if you have IBS, you are floating somewhere. And you know what's yeah. funny? The, um, yeah, the, <laughs> the traffic, apparently their new IBS arena is like incredible to get there. And it's just like really hard to find parking. It is it's really right next to bad. the Cross Island. Yeah, it's horrible. It's, it's like on. The, it's like I drove to, to Long Island uh, two weeks ago for a wedding. It is on the Cross Island. Like You could see it as you make that turn from when it turns in, from the Belt Parkway into the Cross Island. You can see it right there. And I shit you not, I sat there and I'm like, wait, am I in Queens? I was like, because that's an NYPD cop ready to pull me over. But that's IBS Arena. I can't be in Queens right now. So that cop was way outside where he needed to be. It was weird. Well, give us your first take. Were you impressed by this brand spanking new arena? Uh, from the from the exterior, it actually did look nice. Uh, All right, fair it enough. It kind of reminds me of, I'm trying to think of a good comparison. There's another, there's another, I want to say it reminds me of, of a uh, city field, the same color. And it's got like green, uh, like green beams around it, like holding it up or whatever. I think at least I, right. that's what I remember. I don't know. I went to well, that's, a good, that's a good matchup, you know, city field and IBS arena, you know, where yeah. dreams go to die. <laughs> <laughs> well, since we are, you know, starting this, uh, this is one of the things we've been following 
the last few days, over the last few weeks, was the Manalpin Township page. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The long local nightmare of the Manalpin Town page is is finally over. It is no longer the Big Black Cock fan page. Sad to see it go. It's now Manalpin, you know, residence fan page again. Yeah, Um, boring and bland. I mean, come on, they had a great thing going. Big Black Cocks. And the best part about it is that the uh, the township, the residents, are actually upset that it's back. To they should be. Listen, with, with that name, they were attracting new, colorful, happy folks coming in there to share different things. Not just Manalpin. Manalpin's boring. Sorry, it's a nice place to live, I'm sure. Boring. But when you have the moniker of Big Black Cocks at the top of that page, you know you're getting some interesting folks. That's true. That is true. It's probably the, the most exciting thing that's happened in Manalapan in years. Definitely. I'm trying to think if there has been, but no, I don't think there has been. Uh, but th- now, because of this, we are now, you know, our partnership with uh, Belly Up Sports, we're actually going to start a merch uh, page. So we have a couple ideas that are coming up. One of them is going to be the Caco Tuesday, which I know some of you guys, some people actually yeah. liked it on a Twitter page. Uh, they should. How do you not like Capo Caco and Tuesdays? And tacos. Listen, that goes without saying. I mean, like anybody who doesn't trio. like tacos needs to be taken out back and shown a thing or two. Like, yeah, it's an incredible yeah. trio. So one because of the other ones, everybody knows that's where you get the best tacos is out back. And yeah, and one of the other things we're going to make is a Manalpin Township page. Um, not Manalpin Township page, but Manalpin Township shirt that has just a big black rooster on it. Uh, for anyone who wants to it's, get in, that's on just that. classy. I mean, that's classy. We're here classy. trying to put Manalpin on the map. I mean. It's it like no a, better than that. It's a new logo, you know. It's like a new, it's a fantastic mascot. logo. They got roosters out there. Yeah, yeah. Big you know, veiny black roosters. That reminds me <laughs> of uh of DX when it went like PG thirteen and they had a shirt that said Vince likes roosters or Vince yeah. or Vince sucks roosters or something like that. Or, I don't remember. It was like a, it was like Vince lollipop rooster. Yeah. Dude, that that went when. When WWE WWF went PG thirteen, I think all our childhoods died. That was it. Yeah, that was I, you know what? You, you, you love WWE as a kid, especially as a, as a young man, because like when you were, when we were like 10, 11, 12, like you might see some titties on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> it was, well, it was always... Armageddon, nineteen ninety nine. Yes, like, was that Miss Kitty? Yes, top. it was the greatest moment of like my my adult, like my my tweens, like. Yeah, dude, listen, you didn't have to sit there and hold down the remote numbers to try to get the Spice Channel all grainy. I just want to say, I I just want to point this out. Like, I still, it was Armageddon, 1999, December. Matt, back me up on this. I know you're out there, and I know you're watching, and I know you know what I know. (laughs) That that one's stored in the memory banks for all of us, I think. I I mean, monumental location. Lita Lita was naked on, uh, when Edge had had a doesn't count. No, but they did. It did slip out a little bit. When we were on that. Listen, the the slips are there. It, it, incidental yeah. boobage or butt cheek, it happens. But you were gonna that was just straight out. I'm walking out on onto out into the the square circle, if you will, and I'm pulling them out for all these fans and everybody watching at home. And it went down. I believe Jerry the King Waller jumped in the ring and tried to throw a blanket over her. Like that was his what's, wife, right? What's this crazy was, bitch doing? That was his wife. Yeah, I mean, put those away. Weird. The puppies. Was, the puppies. It was crazy of a storyline, though, that Edge was celebrating winning the championship by having sex with Lita in the middle of the the squared circles. <laughs> it was going to push weird. the envelope. Yeah, I didn't get that at all. But uh, Nobody but I, did. I think they just did it because Vince was like, yeah, okay, let's do it. 
So we appreciate yep. the comments while we're doing this. So please comment on the video. Uh, but we also have we have two so far now. We have uh, Joseph Coe is going to join us later. All right. Um, he talk said a little Kreider, Rangers hockey. Kreider with goal number two. He's going to talk. Hopefully the game will be over by then by the time he comes on around 1035-ish. We'll Beautiful. finally come to. Should be. But he's just said Kreider with goal number two. And then the math guy just reached out to said good evening. So good evening to you, math guy. We know What's who up, you. math guy? <laughs> but uh, uh, talking about wrestling, we saw this week some craziness. A uh, fan attacked Seth Rollins. Yeah, I, I, I caught a little bit of uh, anger out of, out of some folks on Twitter because I rated that whole exchange of 5 out of 10. I concur. I mean, li- listen, I'm basing it on the very simple Triple H incident, okay, where Triple H versus Stone Cold Steve Austin, and while Triple H is laid out in the ring, I mean, he was taken out of that match. Stone Cold was going in for the win. And a crazy fan runs into the ring, and Triple H, out of nowhere, jumps right up into action and stomps the shit out of that guy. The so bad too. that Stone Cold, then the ref, the ref was throwing in some boots. That ref yeah. was like, you want to pay me $10 guy. an hour? I'm taking it out on this guy. <laughs> okay? And Stone Cold said in an interview, I just had to stand there and watch. That guy was taking an ass whipping. I couldn't get involved. Felt bad for him. baby face. Yeah, he was <laughs> he the baby face. He couldn't face. get involved. He that that guy got face. destroyed. So... On that basis, okay, of fan interaction with a WWE wrestler, the Seth Rollins incident, and I got to give that guy credit. Guy's an asshole, okay, trying to get involved in that. That's like standing up and trying to jump in uh, on Les Miserables or Cats at, at, in Broadway. You, you're getting, you're ruining the entertainment. You're trying to get involved in something you shouldn't get involved in. You're ruining the act, okay. But I have to say this: that guy threw a monumental spear, okay. He came flying down that ramp like it was part of the show. No entrance music was just coming in hot and put a spear on Seth Rollins. And all Seth Rollins could do was tuck and try to cover up and roll himself out of there. But I give him the style points for trying to play it up to the crowd after he got out of there. Get this guy out of here. What the fuck? You want to challenge me? Do you think I give him the points for it now? Think they give him a contract? I think that guy (laughs) caught. I think that guy caught a sick beating as he was being escorted out. Yeah, absolutely. It was from uh, what's her face too, Uh, Seth Rollins' wife. (laughs) Yeah. Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. Yes. Yeah, oh, right. You saw that yeah. picture of her like leaning out, looking like, all right, I'll catch this guy. Yeah. yeah. I forgot about I forgot they're married. Except um, she said it all Irish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's a badass though. I wouldn't want to catch a beating from her. So but uh but yeah, so moving on from the wide world of wrestling. Oh wait, what? I forgot because it's oh. Thanksgiving Eve special. You guys have your drinks with you, right? Was this my I first I've show? been drinking. Obviously, yeah, it's not our first show. Um, so anyway, since Thanksgiving Eve, we all know what happens Thanksgiving Eve. Uh, it's amateur really, night. It's amateur night. Everyone gets really drunk and wasted. So play a little drinking game here. Anyone uh, touches their face, because I do that a lot, drink. Um, if you say no offense, because we say that a lot. And then what was the other, the, the other line? We say we not for nothing. Not all for nothing. Time. Yes, and lastly... If and TJ and I are the biggest culprits. Oh, yeah, big time. And no, lastly, Not a strong vocabulary. Yes, and lastly, if you um, go on a rant about Brett Gardner at all, you've got to be a <laughs> shot. Because I can't hear... Oh, that's so unfair. I can't do another Brett Gardner rant. We did it three, three weeks in a row, one by TJ, one by Nick, and then both of you guys got into it. But, but you know what? That's unfair because is Brett Gardner gone? Ha- have the Yankees said they are not picking him up yet? I, we don't know. No, we don't, we don't know. know. So he's still in play. I, I think that's unfair. Mm-hmm. 
I'm going to go with TJ on this one because I will always say, uh, how do I not talk about Brett Gardner this week when they cut Clint Frazier? And Brett Gardner was a major a major thorn in the existence of Clint Frazier. I mean, we sacrificed the potential of, of Clint Frazier for the greatness of Brett Gardner, who's a surefire unanimous first ballot Hall of Famer. Wait, wait a minute. You guys have to do a shot. Come on. <laughs> you're, you, you got into it. I was spilling it up right here. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you're like, I'm going to talk to Brett Gardner. I'm going to talk about Brett Gardner. I'm going to take a shot already. Well, challenge ready. me to a good time. Yeah. Can't happen. Um, so, all right. Before we move on again, though, just for everyone to see what one of the um, the shirts look like. I just want to do a quick overlay right here. Um, right, over my so face. Right, over, right over Nick's face and my face. TJ. That's a good cover. This is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so there's the Caco Tuesdays with a little taco on the bottom. So we're going to be in the process of making one of those. Maybe we'll make it a little better. I don't know. TJ made these, so we'll see. Oh, thanks. Uh, so I guess there's always room a, for improvement, was, right, Rook? No, no. Yeah. It was a uh, – I, 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 I'm willing to say that was a combined effort. I, I, I shot the phrase that I heard yes. somewhere, and I was like, I'm pushing this. You were like, we should make a shirt. And then TJ said, all right, here's what the shirt should look like. I, it was a combined effort. Everybody had a hand. It was. It was a combined effort, and I do, I do like that a lot. Um, one so, one handed clap for the boys. Yeah. <laughs> so we got a couple more. Uh, I have a bone to pick with you boys when I come on. That's some Joseph Coa. So wow. maybe we'll just maybe we'll just scrap his segment if you want. Picking <laughs> boy, he's picking bones. No, yeah, no, I, bones. And then the I, I guy, enjoy getting uh, bones picked. I love it. Then the math guy asks, is this a show, a spinoff, an old show I used to watch called The Beat? I don't know. I know who he is, but I don't know. I don't get the reference. Do anyone know what The Beat? Is that a real thing or is it probably, it's probably an inside joke and I know I totally forgot about that. I don't know who the math guy is. Uh, He's a friend of mine. He's Eddie. Eddie. You ain't got friends. Not big Eddie. Different Eddie. You checking your teeth? No, I'm checking your teeth, guy. (laughs) 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 <laughs> you do it long enough, somebody will. Oh, is that considered touching your face? No, it's touching uh, your teeth. I don't know. No, I really actually had something. Well, you did. Part of your face. Back. You know, I'll take it. I'll take a drink. You I should. Can... You know, Rangers are playing real sloppy tonight. A lot of penalties. A lot of penalties. Yeah. You know what? But a couple of them pretty soft. Pretty soft calls. Well, we'll go into a Rangers breakdown once the game ends and we get Joe on. But uh, so speaking of Thanksgiving Eve. This is part of the segment we were wanting to do is talk about Thanksgiving Eve drunken specials uh, or special or just drunken nights. I know I've done it plenty of times. Um, I don't know if you guys have any stories, crazy drunken. uh, We got a pretty decent one together. We went out. Me and you. We have two, actually. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I was there, and I know what you're talking about, but I don't know what you're talking about. Two of them. Well, (laughs) I, I mean, first and foremost... We we discovered um, the funky elephant Thanksgiving Eve together. Yeah, well, so we I stumbled was, in there. So wait, were you there with Vanessa that night? Yeah, me, the three, you, and the, Vanessa. The three of us went that night. Yeah. Holy cow! Yes. Shout out to Jerry Agro, our dear friend. Absolutely. That became wow. a haunt for a while. I mean, That's listen, so that place was so in the mix. Me and Nick, while we were working out, we were pretty uh, pretty into it at the time. We used to ride our bikes around Staten Island. Yeah. And then how do you end a great bike ride working out, trying to lose some weight? You go into a bar and drink your face off. Yeah. We, and we, we usually got bike. in there for a Sunday brunch, yeah. steak and eggs, and then we'd walk out of there pretty sauce. And I'm pretty sure you can get a DUI for riding your bike drunk. 
You can. See, <laughs> See that's bullshit because they should Good times. the name. You're not driving. No, but you're operating heavy machinery. Well, okay, a bicycle. My bike weighs like 40 pounds. It is not heavy. Not I even know. 15 pounds. Hey, listen, I don't have a problem getting arrested or something like that. I have a problem with you calling it a DUI. I am not driving. I am riding. It's not even motorized. I know. I know. I get what you mean. But uh, yeah, we did. We, we would bike, what, 10, 15 miles? About 15 more, miles. More, more than that, yeah. About and 15 then, uh, miles. And then, and then we would. A, a boozy brunch. Absolutely. Pound back up uh, most. You know. A couple of mimosas. Some uh, Bloody Marys. Bloody Marys. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. But uh, thank you. that was Thanksgiving Eve, like 2000. Right. So when we, we discovered the, uh, the funky elephant, I believe it was the same night that we went out. We were what? Uh, bar hopping on Forest Avenue. I think we went to Burrito Bar. I believe we were all over the place. And then the reason was why. Wild we moved, Goose still open back then? I believe yeah. the reason why we moved on was Wild Goose got shut down that night. By some fucking auxiliary cop. They went in there, and somebody must have been pulling a fake ID nonsense, and that place never opened up again. Yep. Were we no, what, what happened was some auxiliary like cop went in there, like, undercover, trying to uh, get brownie points and, uh, and, and, and tattled. Basically, piece of shit. Listen, I, I, I mean, I, I'm, that guy I'm can never all for drinking this borough again. I'm all for law and order, but there's certain nights of the year where you, you just kind of let it go and you look the other way. And Thanksgiving Eve Sacred. is that night. Everybody's Sacred. there to have a good time. And St. Yeah. Patrick's Day. I mean, yeah. come on, you got to be a real jerk to be pulling that nonsense. Absolutely. If oh, it was yeah. a random Tuesday in February, all right, yeah, that that's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, St. Patrick's Day. Amateur night, like, come on now, those it's just too many people to sit there and try to sit there and put order on people, you know what I mean? Like, I agree, just touch my face. <laughs> <laughs> At least I'm honest. Well, <laughs> the only lawyer who is <laughs> boom, mic drop. That's rude. Uh, no, one of my favorite stories we went to, uh, me and the guys, you guys know the rest of the frat pack guys, but we basically went to uh, we went down to the wild goose. I pre-gamed with Jap. Yeah, yeah. Wild, wild, was it Wild Goose? Yeah, the place yeah. across the burrito bar. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we, I pre-gamed with just Jameson the Rocks like an idiot. Oh. Then we got there, and I was doing the Corona with a shot of lime tequila in it, or lime rum, or something like that. No, well, no, it's Bacardi uh, Limon. Bacardi, Bacardi Limon. Yeah. Yes. Bacardi Limon mixed with the Corona, and then like you mix it all around. Did a couple of those there, and I, I don't remember the rest of the night. Apparently, I had. Um, I had confused Matt for a zombie and I was talking about how I'm going to have to break Matt's head open. He's going to attack me. <laughs> That's a big head to be breaking the open. Middle, the middle of forest. I, I, I believe you it. left out the part where you took mushrooms or LSD, but sure. <laughs> but Cardi <laughs> Limon will do that to I you in a Corona. Not, I did not, but I was, it was a really bad night. Uh, I, think like the last night. Time, I think it was the last time I ever went out for Thanksgiving Eve. Uh, Cause I actually missed Thanksgiving the next day. It's how sick I was. Oof. Like I missed the holiday, which is like, all right, this is a total amateur hour. I it's okay. You're not into pies anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't like pies. We'll get to that because we'll talk about Unbelievable. the next segment. I mean, unless you guys have any other stories, we could get into our uh, Thanksgiving discussion. I have a Thanksgiving Day story. I, it wasn't really a story. It was just a really okay. great Thanksgiving day. Getting drunk? No. I, my sister and I went. It was Thanksgiving. We got tickets to Jets Bengals. Ah. Back when the Jets were good. And it was the game that Brad Smith ran back a touchdown with one shoe on, on a kick ah. return. 
And Thanksgiving uh, Day game, huh? That was a Thanksgiving Day game, and I went straight from Thanksgiving dinner, boom, out to uh, the stadium. We watched Brad Smith run a kickback with one shoe. When one was shoe that motherfucker? What year was that? You're testing me, guy. I don't know. I don't know. I'm an old man now. Because the, the other time the Jets played on it had to be like ten. Day was the butt fumble. Why would you even bring that up? <laughs> We're talking about Thanksgiving. I don't understand why, why. Why would you even bring that up, though? Great Thanksgiving memories. It, one of that is the butt fumble. So. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. And the fact that everybody can't let that shit go is just tired. It's boring. <laughs> it's boring. Let it go. The butt fumble. He hit somebody in the back, and he dropped the ball. Like, the butt fumble. Oh, he ran into his ass. No, he didn't. Watch the play over again. He didn't. <laughs> Flat out didn't, all right? Been he ran years. Everybody's saying the same stupid bullshit every year. Nick, you got to let it go. Yeah, it's not your fault. Not, yeah, don't Nick. do that. Don't Nick, do that not, to me, man. It's not, not your fault. You. Not you. It's not your fault. <laughs> God. <laughs> All right. Well, if there's no more other Thanksgiving Eve stories. Let's get into some of our Thanksgiving. I guess some of the arguments we've been having today is the best Thanksgiving food. Which one you eliminate? TJ's about to disown his cousin Brian about this, but it's basically Brian says to get rid of the mac and cheese. TJ says to get rid of the green bean casserole. Absolutely. I say get rid of pies because the main events, the food. Did you say get rid of the pies? I hate That's pie. what he said. What I hate you? pie. I don't care. I don't like Dude, this pie. is America. You're a cobbler. This is whore. America. <laughs> America was literally built on pies. That's a fact. The Apple main pie. event, the main event's the meal. You go hard in the meal, you don't even have room for dessert. You just open up your, your belt buckle. Green bean I'm letting you know right now, okay? I'm a turkey guy. If you told me I can only choose one, the turkey for Thanksgiving or pies at the end, I'm taking the pies. I'll fill my plate on stuffing, sweet potatoes all day. You're not getting rid of the pies. The only thing is What's I don't like pumpkin pie. pie. My fa- I, see, I, I bounce around. I'm... I, if I had it put on the button, it's not really you know seasonal right now. But I, I'm a big key lime pie guy. I'm a key lime pie, huh? I key lime pie or poontang pie. <laughs> I knew someone had to go there. <laughs> it had to be you. You like pie, you. Michael Cole? <laughs> I uh, I flip back and forth between cherry and, and uh, apple. And See, so I'm a, if I'm feeling a little bit saucy, I'll have a little coconut custard. Do you have the pie? What? <laughs> American pie reference? Do you hump Show your age. Make, you can't make American pie references if you don't like pie, you sick bastard. That's true. Warm apple pie. L- right, listen, I mean, if you're if you're going apple pie, pie you got to go. McDonald's even sells apple pies. They apple do, pie they do. a la mode. You got to throw a scoop of ice cream on there. Good to go. <laughs> Little cool whip. <laughs> so what? Cool what whip. is when it comes to best Thanksgiving food? Then what is your your number one? You'd never get rid of turkey. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup, so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Yeah. How can you mm. give it a, it's not Thanksgiving if you're not eating turkey. No, I'm saying I'm you eat saying, turkey one time a year. It's but, Thanksgiving. That's it. If you're not eating turkey, it's not a, Thanksgiving. That's not the question though. I'm saying, like for you, like what's your number one? Like when you go to the Thanksgiving table, you're like, I have to grab this. What is number one Thanksgiving food? Homemade mashed potatoes. You can eat fucking mac and potatoes. Homemade mashed potatoes, baby. Come on. Mm, drowning I, butter. I'm a big mashed potato see, guy too. See, you mashed get mashed potatoes on Monday, Tuesday. Wednesday, I'll even go crazy and say Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. You can only have turkey on Thanksgiving. That's it. The rest of the year, when you have turkey, it's in a sandwich. The problem is, if my grandmother decided to substitute a chicken for turkey this year, wouldn't care. Wouldn't that's wouldn't crazy. change my life. That's, that's madness. That is madness. So Nick, you're when you go to Thanksgiving table, you're like, I'm have to grab the turkey first. I don't have to grab it first. There has to be a turkey there. Or what holiday are we celebrating? No, so I don't want to Christmas and there's no tree. But what's your favorite food for Thanksgiving? It's turkey. Oh, my favorite food for That's Thanksgiving. What I'm trying to say. See, I don't, I don't think of it that way. Because what I do is I get my fork, get a little bit of turkey, a little stuffing, mashed potatoes, a little piece of cranberry, and it's all on one fork. <laughs> See, the sides make it for me. It's all about the sides. Everything I'm the, along I'm the sides too. Yeah, I even throw I mean, a little bit of sweet potato in there with the with my sister makes some good. Shout out to my sister Vanessa. She makes a good, uh, like sweet potatoes with the marshmallows and the cinnamon mm, brown sugar, Car- caramelized sugar. Real good yeah. stuff. Sit- yeah. Oh man. Mm. But see, that's what I mean. I, I my, my plate is p- portioned like 30 percent turkey, and everything else is sides. Load them up. Yeah. And a couple couple rolls on top falling off the plate as I waddle over to the table. Meredith said stuffing is hers. No stuffing. one asked. <laughs> no, oh, you son of a bitch. Where is she? Is she watching? She's watching, yeah. Why is she commenting? I, 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 I don't know. Tell her, put it yeah, in Yeah, but see, comment. my question well, she, is. She just heard you say that, so it'll oh, be look, We comment. just got one less viewer. <laughs> just, she, <laughs> she just laughed. <laughs> <laughs> put it in the house. little debbie said peace see <laughs> i think it's unfair because we should be able to see meredith she might be right now looking at nick going stop it mm. <laughs> she, she said that in a text you sick bastard <laughs> oh god anyway um <laughs> well i would say i don't know i i'm the mashed potato guy i like i even go for mashed sweet potatoes that's yeah that's good too absolutely I only eat turkey when there's a ton of gravy on it. Wait, wait. I agree. Here's the question. Yeah. Jellied cranberries or not jelly? The other cranberries. It has to look like a can, and I wasn't yeah. eating it. Yeah. It has to look like a can, right? Yes. That's like Thank a can. You. Yeah. Thank you. I wasn't not eating it. Don't even. Yep. Got to be able yeah. to cut a nice slice out of it, like a slice of bologna. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. One time yeah. I tried to eat it when it wasn't Thanksgiving. It wasn't the same. Yeah. No, it 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 goes well with it. That's like you know, if you don't have a rack of lamb in front of you, you're not gonna get the uh the mint jelly coolies. If you just eat a bowl of that, you're an idiot. Have you it, ever it doesn't uh, work on anything? Have you ever gotten the gobbler sandwich at Wawa? No, but the gobbler bowl is where it's at. Oh, that's true. I've gotten the gobbler sandwich once. 
it just falls out all over the place. Then I'm just well. That's why you got to go bowl. That's yeah. why you got to go bowl. You yeah. extra piece of bread on the side, get the whole bowl. Oh man! And again, it, it's like thirty percent of of that is turkey, and the rest is this mashed potatoes, corn, cranberry sauce, gravy. Oh. Yeah, it's good stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm all about. I'm gonna side. make that friend sandwich this year on Friday. That's always a good move, though. That, That's that always a good move. Maker. The, the moist, moist maker. maker. You need the moist maker. You throw it in the garbage sandwich. <laughs> Still some left. Do we want to check the garbage? So you threw my sandwich in the garbage. First of all, I always think the the friends, the Thanksgiving episodes are like their that's their best episodes. Yeah, it's like, like, it's like the Simpsons with the Treehouse of Horror. Yes, exactly. I, I could watch all those Thanksgiving episodes and be completely. My favorite happy. ones when Joey eats the turkey by himself. Yes, he pulls and, the, and he's the sitting there and he's all fat and he's like, "Oh, I couldn't eat another bite." And Monica's like, "Oh, that's a shame because I had this pumpkin pie." And he's like, "Oh, there's pie? Hey, let me get a little piece." <laughs> And she's like, like this? And he goes, a little bit bigger. Like this? A little bit bigger. Like this? He goes, what are you afraid you're going to run out? Give me a real piece. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, – I love I love the friends. Dude, yeah. anything involving pies, man. Yeah. Friends, again, <laughs> when they when they spill the, the pie or cake or whatever it was on the floor and Joey comes out with a fork, pulls it out of his shirt and goes, what are we eating? Yeah, well, that was cheesecake. That was cheesecake. Cheesecake. Yo, put some crust All on right, cheesecake. All right, I have it on pie. I have an unpopular opinion. I don't like pie. I just like desserts, to be honest with you. No, I mean, you don't like, like ice cream either. It's too co- it's too cold for your teeth. No, I do like ice cream. I you like hate freaking dogs and freedom too. I bet. No, I love dogs and I absolutely adore freedom. <laughs> I love freedom. Are you kidding me? I think it's uh, the other way around. You adore dogs and you love freedom. Like I don't think you can adore freedom. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point. Uh, anyway, the um, yeah. So other what about Thanksgiving traditions? I know we talked about the food for a little bit. Obviously, one of mine is watching the Friends episodes, Thanksgiving episodes. I like doing that. I used to watch Parade as a kid. I don't. I don't watch as much as I do uh, as as I older as I got older because I, I usually do the football game with my friends, um, which we couldn't do last year because of COVID. So I actually watched Thanksgiving Parade last last year with my daughter, and she loved it. And she was dancing around. So maybe we'll watch again this year. But what about you guys? What is your big family tradition for Thanksgiving? March of the mm-hmm. Wooden Soldiers, man. Yeah, see, oh, yeah. absolutely. My my father used that? to. My father, you know, being city city worker, moving up the ranks, used to always get primo tickets to go to the parade. And as a kid, we hated it. Okay? <laughs> it is freezing cold. It's cold. And out. you just stand there forever. Okay? Just nonstop. And this school band is coming out and playing. And it, it is not as fun when you're standing there freezing your ass off as it is being able to sit in your nice, warm, cozy house, throw a blanket on. Make some hot cocoa. That like that's where it's at. It's all okay? about the cocoa. You know, so when somebody loses the Bart Simpson float or whatever it was, and it gets away and takes out a pole near Central Park and wipes Why out a whole bunch of people, you're 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 not there. You don't have to watch the chaos. You just sit there and relax and go. All right, we'll turn this off. Oh, look, Goonies is on. I used to go a lot uh, when I was a kid too, because my dad was a police officer. So we used to get you know you know primo spot. Absolutely. Sit right there and watch the parade. I used to love it. I used to go to Absolutely. the Puerto Rican Day Parade, and then when I got older, I realized that it was just a ploy for the man to get us all in one location and go wild on us. <laughs> Brooks' dad was there. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. <laughs> but what about Thanksgiving tradition, Nick? What do you got? 
I told you I watched uh, March, March of the Wooden Soldiers, and uh, I Goonies, man, Go- Goonies is is up there. With my family, <laughs> argue with my family. Yeah. Fall asleep to uh, the Lions game. Yeah, we stuffed, watched, and you know, there's just no football, reason to watch football. the Lions. Watch my horrible bets lose. Just to they lose money in front of the TV. Yeah, well, that's what you get for gambling. It is. It is what you get for gambling on the Lions. You know, but that's that's yeah, that's rough. You, <laughs> you can't you can't yell at the TV because you're losing a bet in front of the family because then it always brings up the one uncle. It's like you know you shouldn't be betting. It's like, dude, I know what I shouldn't shouldn't be doing. Once you should shut the fuck up. Well, the good thing because okay? I can't make the payments this month. <laughs> well, the thing is now it's legal, so like people are like it's more accepting now. So like everyone's yelling at the TV. So when, so when we go to Oregon and we're all on heroin, that's cool too, right? <laughs> well, depends uh, who's I mean, driving. That's different. But <laughs> I, that know, I get the point. I get. Oh, the it's point. it's legal now, so it's totally not like bad for you. Oh, it's totally better for you. Like I mean, legality totally definitely so opens the door to acceptance, though. I mean, let's let's not act like if a purge took place, we wouldn't be walking around outside right now with chainsaws and goalie masks, just fucking with somebody. I got a goalie mask in my car right now with three baseballs. He's ready. He's ready. You gotta have a glove next to the baseball bat, or else you know it's a felony. I have uh, ice skates. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what you need. So uh, moving <laughs> on, uh, I think it's pretty much it with Thanksgiving. Um, but we were talking about this before. Obviously, Thanksgiving tradition is watching football. So let's get into it. Thanksgiving games tomorrow. Yeah, the Lions, Bears, this and the awful Tigers. Lineup. Oh my. Tigers. Uh, you got the uh, you got the Cowboys versus the uh, Raiders, and then you have Saints versus the Bills. Um, so I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's the greatest slate of games. Especially, like, I feel like, like they, they every week they managed to get every team that yeah, has a propensity for Thursday. Dude, they tried to get every team that has a propensity to suck or be good on a weekly basis a coin flip every week together to play each other. So as betters, you got to sit there and be like, okay, well, who's going to show up? Yeah, it, it, it's it, it's a it's a it's a problem. I, I'm literally staying away from every Thanksgiving game because I just don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I probably will bet on the Bears, and they'll probably let me down. Stop See, that, I mean, the only thing I would take is the Bills because at some point they have to break out of this slump. I mean, other than getting a win against the Jets, they, they've been rough this Which is past, what, three weeks, four weeks? Back. Yeah. Right, yeah. and I mean, that's just a tune-up game. That's all it is. Yeah, that's like when you bring in a local college to play. Like, oh, yeah, you're going to play against the pros. Yeah, and they're I don't know. Wipe you up. State beat Florida State, so. <laughs> mm. Shit happens. Do you think they lose their bye week, too? Because they had a bye week before this bad stretch. The bye week probably didn't really help them. I don't think so. Tough call. Because who did they play before the Jets? Oh, the Jags. They play the Jags. And they, they lost. Yeah, and they the lost. Jags, they lost. Got embarrassed. They destroyed the Jets, and then they got embarrassed last week against the Colts. So Yeah. It's, it's been a tough stretch for the Bills. I don't know. I think they bounced back. There's no Kamara. Kamara's already rolled out. They have Trevor Simeon, who's actually been pretty well, as backup for, uh, for James Winston. So, I mean, I don't know. That game could go either way. I don't think it's a large spread, though, right? What was the spread before? Like um, minus six. Yeah, spread is like razor thin. It is it's what Bill Saints six. is minus six. Yeah, uh, it's pretty big. I actually might even take the I would probably take the Saints if I'm gonna bet on Thanksgiving. Um, well, we just lost TJ. Where'd just he go? TJ. I don't know. We lost him. 
Uh, well, while we wait for TJ to come back, as Phoenix. So, I mean, I, I'm probably going with the uh, with the Bears over the Lions, Cowboys over Raiders, and then I would take the Saints plus six. I would even take the Cowboys in the spread as well. Uh, here comes TJ back again. I don't know what happened. That's yeah, all right. We were just he trying to figure out what the bets would be. What the bets would be. I said I'd probably do Bears minus three. Cowboys minus seven and a half, and then Saints plus six. If um, I'm picking those games, I'm probably not. Actually, I, I am picking the Cowboys in my picks for this week for week 12. That's, a bold, that's a bold strategy, Cotton. We'll see how it pans out for him. Whenever I pick the large spreads, it never comes true, but I'm I'm trusting the Cowboys at home. See, see I would go Raiders on that one. I'm, I'm, I would go Bills, Raiders, and the Bears. Ah, Bears. Yeah, that, thank you. That's how you got to say it. You can't just say the Bears. That's just it's not Bears. Sorry, uh, Bears. <laughs> oh, I'm having an old heart attacks. <laughs> what, what are you guys thinking about the Thanksgiving games? I mean, are you going to tune in? You going to be on? It'll be on. It'll be It'll on, be on the background. Yeah, background noise. The, the 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 Green Bay Mermen versus the uh, I don't know whatever Phoebe calls the other team. She Listen, I, I I mean. Tradition for us is usually say hello to everybody and then go outside and start throwing a football around until one of us yeah. accidentally lambastes the neighbor's car and then we run inside <laughs> and we start drinking. Yeah, that's true. By then the turkey's done and somebody is very upset in the front yard. I mean, <laughs> tradition is tradition. <laughs> that's what it's all about, right? That's what it's all about. Um, all right, so I'm going to actually scratch my face. So I because I'm itching so bad. <laughs> you could, you could easily want like that. Dun, dun, dun. That's cheating. Uh anyway. Um, so now we're moving on. Let's yes, let's get to it. Week 12 picks. TJ, where are we at? All right. Going into week 12. I didn't want to hear this shit. <laughs> My man Rook sitting at top. 28 wins, game. 25 losses, and one push. Let's go. I am right behind Rook with 27 wins, 26 losses, and a push. And Nick is somewhere trailing, circling the drain at 24 wins and 30 losses. All right, I just want to point out to everybody listening out there, I don't gamble on sports. You know why? Because you lose. Sports. And I don't have a problem like these two degenerate losers. All right, These two guys right here, right there, those two guys. <laughs> Fucking degenerates, all right? I don't give a shit about this. And guess what? I'm still not wearing pajamas in fucking December. Good thing I could do this. I could just mute him. He's making nice. <laughs> nice. Listen, good. Keep keep him on mute. Keep Very him on mute. I'm telling you. I'm, no, I'm telling you right now. If he does not wear pajamas and he's the loser, okay? I won't even show up. How about he has to, He has to buy us both our dinner at, at Old Homestead. I, won't even I would go. say it's integrity too. Listen, we're doing this. I don't have any because you know what? I was bullied into this shit. I didn't want to do it. You two degenerates peer pressured me. Okay. There's no bullies. Yeah. There's no peer, peer pressure. pressure. I was bullied into it. That that's what you want to hear out it. of the United States Army. I didn't want. Yeah, to I was bullied into it. <laughs> I got forced me. into it. If China came to my door right and I said, now, "Sure, China, I'd come be on in." An EO complaint against the both of you. Oh please, God! Stop your whining. Stop whining. We're pajamas. Pajamas. Two degenerates over here. Did you order dude, your pajamas? Dude, you mine. agreed to the bet. Your honor is involved. I didn't want to do it at all. Your I honor is involved. Honor without this crap, dude. If, if and when you get married, I will show up at the church balls ass naked. 
Okay, and you'll be banned from a Catholic church for the rest of your life. <laughs> wow. I'm sure your wife would, will love that. Actually, that wouldn't be the first time balls are exposed at a Catholic church. It's true. <laughs> I still got a boyish you, ass. You I might get chased like around the altar a little broad, bit. You can't. I just got excommunicated, and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> One right, less well. donation I got to make. All right. <laughs> yeah, less, less money I give to the Catholic Dude, he's church. doing it. I don't want to hear this crap. He's doing it. Doing he has it. to. not doing it. I'm not doing it. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I'm not doing it. I'm not. See, this is what bothers me because I literally bought a nice footy onesie pajama, a nice high quality one to bring down there. Just just maybe if Nick was feeling down about it, if he happened to lose, because I might still lose. I don't know. I'm not great at picking winners. You know what I mean? Yeah, me too. I could lose. I I bought a nice onesie pajama. I would have worn out out of solidarity for this guy, but you know what? He's he's going to be a crybaby. That this week, I'm like you guys say every week, like I really think I'm gonna, like I'm gonna pick the. You know what I do when I look at it? I go, eh, his fucking guy might win. Yeah, they might win. Yeah, they might win. And that's it. Like I'm not sitting there looking at it, going, oh, I wonder what this guy did last week and fantasy points there. So I'm not doing none of that bullshit because I don't give a fuck. Neither about am I. It. The other Neither thing am I. Too, I'm sitting there going, oh, this guy needs to score six more points. I gotta hit. I don't give a shit about these other teams. I watch. I don't do that at all. I don't play football. fantasy. That's it. If my one team doesn't play well, I'm miserable during football season. Absolutely miserable. I hope every team collapses. That's the point of betting. I hope everybody on every team breaks their ACLs, and the Jets are the only team left standing. That's the only way they're ever going to win anything. You're the only Jeff fan that doesn't understand the point of betting. It's to keep you interested in the rest of the league because your be team rested. sucks. I don't want to be interested. I don't want to root for other teams. I don't want to do that. I don't. I don't. I do. Zero interest in it. I love it because I love football. I love watching football, and it keeps me interested in every single game, and I love it. It me miserable, all right? I don't know why I, I watch football. sports anymore. You know what? This kid is like kind of – sports to watch. He's bumming me out. He's like the guy that like sits there at a baseball game or a football game while you tailgate. And like, you know, beer is really unnecessary. It, it, it has nothing to do with enjoyment. No, you no, don't no, have I'm to drink. Guy, I'm, yeah, I'm, thanks, I'm, guy. I'm the guy at the tailgate that goes, you know, you guys really can't fucking cook. <laughs> the only the tailgate you've tailgate? been to that, that I cooked, my Hold man on. Vito no, no, brought a monster, monster say, spread. Specifically, all right? Yeah, I, that's I, right. I many of a tailgate. Where I'll give you an example. I went to a tailgate where they boiled chicken wings in a hot sauce and called them buffalo wings. Yeah. Some people are dumb. Right? That's disgusting. Yeah, that's kind of gross. Sounds awful. Listen, you know what? Now I got a bone to pick with you. All right. You want to talk shit about tailgating? Let me tell you a story, Rook. A story about us going straight to the porta potties before we walked into MetLife Stadium. A story about a man named Lulu. Okay. Little sauced up, a little sauced up. First thing you got to do is relieve yourself. And I'm not a big fan of uh, the porta potties. Pretty gross, especially any random porta potty in a parking lot in New Jersey. Not wanting to touch things. So I said, Nick, I'm not going to touch this doorknob to lock it. Do me a favor. Watch the door before nobody walks in. And you know how they have the toilet in front of you and then the urinal section to your left? Of course. That's the men. So I'm using the urinal section. I'm turned to the side. And all of a sudden, the door swings wide open. I got about 2,000 people staring at my junk. And Nick goes, oh, wait, TJ's in there. And the girl standing there goes, oh, hi, TJ. And I'm like, fuck out. Yeah, that's because you fucked up. You should have looked at her and went, hello. No. <laughs> and also, I've got to hide my shame, okay? First of all, um, I mean, that happened to you, TJ. He did that to you. And he will not wear pajamas to a steakhouse. It's, it's just unfair. He lets you. I didn't do anything to him. There was somebody coming from the other way, and I had to stop them. I'm sorry. I can't block two people. All right. 
It's like, a, I'm a Kai Becton out here, freaking putting paws on. I'm, I'm Elijah Vera Tucker out here taking on two blockers at once. No, I can't. Do you know what? To, to be fair, I did try to murder Nick in a porta potty at my bachelor party. So you guys That's have a lot of porta potty story stories. A lot. I went, I went into the porta potty. I thought to myself, and it was a handicap porta potty. It wasn't even like a regular. You got to set it up right. We were at my uh, bachelor party on a golf course. On a golf course, really nice golf course, Twisted Dunes. In Jersey. Love that place. And uh, I go in a porta john. And I walk in and I go, this is a mistake. I'm on a bachelor party with TJ. And I don't even piss. I open, I close the door. I open, I, I go, I turn around and I do one of these. I do one of these. I turn around and I go, and I open the door. And what do I see coming at me? A freaking golf cart, full speed. I jump out of the way and the golf cart <laughs> goes through the door and gets wedged inside this handicapped Porta John. Halfway in, halfway out. <laughs> That's amazing. With this maniac behind the wheel. That was a good day. <laughs> uh, how many? I was uh, laughing too. I, I figured, you know what? It would make a great story if he was in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How many beers were you deep when you uh, decided to drive a golf? Not car? enough to make that a legitimate, you know, reason to do it. it was, we were like on the 12th <laughs> hole, something like yeah. that. We're on the back yeah. nine, sure. I mean, listen, he, he made the mistake of going into a porta potty. It's. He's like he didn't tip it over onto the door and just left it. It would have been impossible. That thing was double wide. It's like the size of the room I'm in right now. <laughs> that that porta john was bigger than the my 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 half bathroom downstairs. That was a right, nice well, porta john. Well, let's was. get to it here, boys. Um, we have... all right. So who's starting us off? I'll go because mine are all going to be let's, wrong. Anyway. Uh, let's let the guy who's in last go first, so we can just fade him. The Fade yeah. him all, all oh now now he's getting stuck. I'm taking exactly what he's taking, so he I can't gain a game on me. Anyway, that would be amazing. I'm taking Tampa minus three, Vikings plus three, Chargers minus two and a half, Packers plus one, Dolphins plus two, and the Falcons and Jags. I'm taking the under 46 and a half. Not a bad one. You're really going well, fast, one. man. I'm trying to write these down as we go. So Bucks <laughs> minus three, Vikings plus three. Chargers minus two and a half. Packers plus one. Dolphins plus two. Falcons and Jags under 46 and a half. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. That's the only one I'll hit is the Falcons and Jags under 46 and a half. I only hit the over under. And I'll, I'll go next so we, uh, TJ can write these down as well. But uh, I guess here's the thing. I have a pick that's the same as Nick's, and I don't know if I should do it. <laughs> I, I got two right now. So Fuck you both. Not even on purpose. I hate you both. All right. Here I we go. The kids grow up Good. to be Devils fans. I'm going to go Colts plus three. 
I'm I'm feeling the little Jonathan Taylor big game. I got the Eagles minus three and a half against my New York Giants, who are a shit show. I'm going to go, like I said before, I'm going to go Cowboys minus seven and a half, I think, being home. Raiders. Wait, did you just pick the Eagles to beat your team? Yes, because this is why gambling is fucking wrong because you just pick pick. the team to lose. So on Sunday, you're going to be like, oh, I hope the Giants lose. Loser. Who does crap like that? Because the Giants are dog shit. Gamble home. Now I want the Giants win. I never root for the Giants. They deserve to lose this week. I want the, I want to pick. Okay. They deserve to lose. Pathetic. Pathetic. Yeah. Freddie Kitchens. Go ahead. Continue with your, go go ahead. Continue rooting against your team. All right. Cowboys minus seven and a half. So not only am I rooting for, the Eagles, I'm rooting for the Cowboys this week, too. <laughs> just a bad person. That's it. The bad job is bad. bad. Um, and then I'm going to go Ravens minus three and a half. And then just the same one I have as Nick is plus three Vikings. So, but it's uh, actually really impressive. I have to do over on there still, but impressive is that Kirk Cousins, we make fun of him, Nick. We don't like him, but he only has two picks his entire year. I think he has like 21 touchdowns. So he's actually playing really well. Still sucks though. <laughs> he just he doesn't blow wind up my skirt. He's no, like the Chad no Pennington of the Vikings. Yeah, no one really cares about him. No one wants to talk about him. Uh, <laughs> and then my over is gonna be Steelers Bengals over 45. I did the over on I did the over last time they played, and I just missed it. So I'm stupid. I'm gonna do it again. Over 45? Again. Over 45, yes. Fair enough. See, I, I I'm still up in the air. So if I go six and zero here, am I, do I like put enough space against me and Nick? I think you do. I do, right? I'm good. I'm in the clear. I, I really think you do. PJs. So. Nick's new nickname is gonna be PJs. Why? Because I'm from East New York, and the projects are in, in in East New York. Is that why? No, because you wear pajamas. Yeah, yeah, sure it is. White man. I have TJ and PJ. TJ and PJ are on us today. Call me PJ again. See what happens to you. I know where you live. Uh, I'm kind of yeah. stuck. I got to make one more pick, and I, I don't know. We got to hurry up. We're live. Come on. I know man. we're live. We're running out of time. We got a guest waiting. I say we, we go back we, to this do... guy later. He can come up with his. No, I got tomorrow. it. I got it. I, you know what? I'm going to go against what Our I think should happen. Five, but I'll, I'll go four, with it. Three, two, I'm going to go one, with. Shut your face. I'm going to go with Eagles minus three and a half. Bills minus six. Vikings plus three. The Chargers minus two and a half, Washington minus one, and I'm going to go Titans, Pats over 44. All right. Look at that. With such conviction. I'm gonna, I would take, uh, I bet you Washington Washington's doesn't cover the one point. <laughs> Just... <laughs> See, now, now the question is, is if they, uh, if they push on that game, does two pushes count as a win? I mean, technically, in standing percentage wise, it technically would. Right? Yeah. Either way, I gain on Nick. <laughs> Shut your face, Nick. Nick's getting very heated. By the way, I just want to say recognize this, Nick? <laughs> I do. I have mine. Yes. I have yes. mine. Yes. All right. So, so quick short story right before I deployed, uh, oh, wow, two years ago almost. Yeah. Uh, actually, it was probably like a week after now. Yeah. Uh, it was cold out. TJ calls me up, says, uh, what are you doing Saturday? I said, nothing. He goes, I'll be at your house at 4.30 in the morning, uh, dress warm. We're, you can't ask me where we're going, and you can't, and we can't talk about, like, uh, about it later. I said, whose car are we taking? Shows up at my house, and he, him and his pop 
take me up to Cooperstown to the Baseball Hall of Fame. I feel a little stupid, though, because I wore Florida State gear. It was a Saturday, and I should have wore Yankee gear. I didn't know where we were going. But uh, we went up to Cooperstown, and and we had a phenomenal – one of my favorite days of my 34 years on the on the earth. Uh, going to Cooperstown is always a special time. Going up with TJ and, and, and Big Tom – was uh was a great a great time and what he showed me just now is uh, we went to Cooperstown uh, Brewery a uh, brewery uh, distillery and that is a toothpick with a baseball on the end of it to hold uh, to hold uh, olives yeah olives uh, your lime yeah, yeah anything like that but so yeah little, I mean we like drawn baseball we all thought it was awesome even my father who's not a big drink guy was like that is really cool so we asked for a bunch of them and we took them. Yeah, I got mine downstairs over in my uh, my liquor cabinet. Yeah, I accidentally um, broke one of the ones I had. I, I only have this one left because I broke one of the ones I had trying to open up my bathroom door because my son locked it and then closed it and thought it was funny and ran away. So I needed something to get into the door thing. Yeah, I, of course. He is my son, so I I was mad at the time, but like I laughed about it later. <laughs> Told my wife I respected him for it. All right. Well, so I broke it trying to open the door. Now I'm down to this last one. And worst case scenario. This one breaks back to Cooperstown. Make a trip. Papa Dukes, get ready. All right. Well, now we're time for our guest. We're going to talk about a couple of New York sports, and we're bringing him on to discuss the New York Rangers who just won against the Islanders. Uh, he just he just showed this one. This was his comment: "Dirty headhunting hit by Isles on Link on Lingren." And then we also have that he's going to pick a a bone. He has a bone to pick with us. So that's his other comment there. Yeah. I say bring it. All right, everyone. Get on the back of the bus. Manalpin's up in the front. Everyone welcome Joe Sakoa. Joe? What's up, fellas? What's up, pal? That's a great hat, by the way. Brooklyn Aviators in the house. Yeah. He better be careful. He has a real real bone to pick with us. He's going to get muted. He's going to get the No, no, no. Listen, timeout, timeout, timeout. Before he picks that bone, let's talk about that Rangers win and the role that that they are on a tear, my friend. We could stick with the Rangers stuff. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bring it up on your air. I don't need to ruffle feathers with your newly acquainted partner that you guys have. Um, but you know, it's it's funny. I think the TJ TJ. I think you've been kind of like looking at some of the Twitter responses I've been dealing with probably the last day or so. Yep. From real like you know uh, salty Islander fans. Troll Very salty Islander fans. Yeah. yeah. Troll Islander fans. And it's so funny because somebody literally, um, I don't know if anybody knows on Twitter, Chris Botta, he's like, he was a big writer. He wrote for the Islanders. He's got a bunch of long, outstanding credentials and stuff like that. And he's like still complaining after this game. Let's put this out there. Did the NHL absolutely screw up by not postponing this game? Yeah, probably. There's a very good chance that, yes, this was not the smartest decision by the league, especially, you know, a week after you had to do basically the same thing with the Ottawa Senators. And granted, the Ottawa Senators had more players. They had up to 10 players, while the Islanders have seven. But the fact that you're still complaining about it after the game, like after the fact, there's you can't change the result of what happened tonight. You just got to hope that maybe the league takes this into serious consideration that they're hearing this back backlash and basically, you know, be smart for, um, you know, Sunday and possibly going forward for the New York Islanders. But 
So, so you know, he had he felt the need to then throw a dig at me, saying, "Good luck in your growing sports casting career." I said, "If it makes you feel better that you wanted to come and challenge my career because I basically said stop complaining after the fact and still defended your argument, then more power to you." But a win's a win at this point. Absolutely, two points. Two points. Listen, I I think they're salty. I think their record makes them salty. I think they thought they were coming into the season they were going to just go on a tear, and they have not. I think that anybody that thinks this wasn't done with the consideration of the owners at hand, you know that was a pretty damn near sold-out crowd at IBS. You have Ranger fans traveling. You have Islander fans there, okay? And what happens when you postpone a game or reschedule a game? You lose a bunch of people in that stadium. It's, it happens every time. I think that they knew that they were making money that night either way. So that might have played a role in it. And if anybody thinks that the almighty dollar doesn't play a role in things, you're an idiot. Of course. But yeah, they're down seven players. That's all well and good. If they want to take their frustrations out on their subpar play so far this season on Ranger fans, bring it. Have a good time. Okay, because you know what? We had everything to lose tonight. We knew if the Rangers played subpar, we were going to get shit on. Absolutely shit on. If we lost tonight... It was just going to be an out-and-out, non-stop attack by Islander fans. Oh, we haven't had these players in, and you guys suck. You know what's so funny is that how quickly they'll, you know, scour if the shoe is on the other foot. You know damn well, while the Islanders have had the success the last few seasons, going on, you know, going on, what is it, two straight trips to the Eastern Conference Finals you and the Rangers basically built, being in rebuild mode. Right. Of course the Islander fans were relishing in it. Of course they were. The Rangers well, were I mean, successful for, what, uh, nine straight seasons after the lockout in 2004, 2005? So, yep. you know, they come out, they, they win. They're winning hockey games. They aren't pretty. And by any means, you know, uh, you know we, we make fun of Larry Brooks of the New York Post, but... Yeah, the Rangers have a very good record to start the season, but the rest of the division is playing very well. So you have to pile up these points. The Rangers do have some things to work on. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, there is a lot of things. It doesn't that help that, like right now. you know, we're losing people like Sammy Blay to Slewfoot yeah. and Subban. You know what I mean? Yeah. A, a major key in, in the Rangers' grinded out offense. And the Slew Rangers are scouring the Subban market. Sounds like an 80s to- toy. Yeah. Slewfoot and, and, and Subban sounds like a T-shirt. PK Subban yeah. with Slewfoot in action, and the 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 Rangers are scouring the market for a top six forward to kind of replace Sammy Blay because you know that you can only go so much with using, you know, scratchy type guys on that bottom six you know group. So you 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 want to fill that void because Sammy Blay, yeah, he brought a physical presence to that lineup but he also showed that he could put the puck in the back of the net yeah. and get those dirty goals. Hard nose goes after the puck gets involved in every play. And I think without a doubt playing above his pay grade. And that's exactly, that's that type of player you build a team on is people that are playing above their pay grade and yeah. the most you're getting the most out of them for the least amount of money. You can't beat that. I mean, look what the Rangers have capo Capo Great pickup, but right now Lafreniere is still lost. I mean, we don't have we we have a first round pick, and we can't get somebody like a Connor McDavid. It, it we you know that's just the luck of the yeah. draw. And I'm not trying to say that Lafreniere not, might not be something special, yeah. but we don't have that standout guy. And even when we do try to pay for a standout guy, what do you get a Rick Nash? How, how well did that work out for us? Well, we pay for I, a Chris I would, Drury. 
I have a I have a response for you, but you know, you got your show producer over there in the upper left of the mm-hmm. corner, you know, giving me a short amount of time to talk Rangers. Meanwhile, my segment started a little bit late, but I, I guess I'll shorten up the version for Absolutely you. Absolutely not. So, Roll well, with it. Is, and it's this is also just for you know, we had our pre-set up what it's supposed to be about New York sports, not just Rangers. So we're giving you a lot more leeway here with the Rangers. But there's I'll, no I'll other team in New York right now other than the solid, Rangers. A solid, a solid five minutes. Great. Just like ESPN now. No, you, not a lot you, of hockey started, you started at 1037. So I'll give you the extra two minutes. So Joe, we'll he doesn't make the decision. He doesn't have a say in this. I'm, you listen, keep rolling. I'm, I'm, I'm good with it too. I'm good. At, my, I'm good we'll, with keep, it too. we'll keep it going. We'll keep it going, Joe. My whole thing is, is that, you know, um, with Lafreniere, and I know that, Gerard Gallant in a I don't know if it was a pregame or if it was just a day of practice where you know Molly Walker who I think is probably by far the better of the post writers over Larry Brooks at this point um, had been writing about the fact that TJ what you just brought up like these young kids who have been high draft picks that are turning into you know potential busts or whatnot because they can't get themselves going and, you know, Gallant basically responded, responded, responded. And then he finally snapped at her in a press conference. And I kind of agreed with him because at the end of the day, remember, the kid's 19 years old. OK, he his first season in the National Hockey League was a covid impacted bubble like atmosphere. That would be tough for anybody. It was tough for the veteran guys. You don't think it was going to be tough for these rookies coming in. And then, of course, you know, you have basically he's now coming into his first full season at the age of 19. And I think that's something we forget. I got, I got to tell you guys, though, I mean, I know you guys were in the middle of the show while the game was ending, but I mentioned it. Um, JG Pajot, obviously, at this point, it's a 4-1 Islanders uh, are losing and decides to go headhunting. And he puts a, a blatant shoulder on head contact with Ryan Lindgren, who went down. Went to the bench, seemed to be a little dazed and confused. Had to go to the locker room. No penalty on the play. And the Rangers are not going to deal with that stuff. And I have to say, Lafreniere dropped the gloves with Pajot because Pajot took that. him down on another cheap, cheap little trip. And Pajot and him went at one another. So, look, I, I understand what you're saying, TJ, that, you know, you look at teams that, you know, I, I feel like Connor McDavid is, again, those once-in-a-lifetime players where, you know, Absolutely. you get a Sidney Crosby – and then you got to wait a few years, and then there's a Connor McDavid. So I still think we're in that like middle of the pack thing before that next big talent comes up, um, right. like a Connor McDavid. You know, I, I would just be a little bit more patient with a, a kid I like have, you know. I Lafreniere. agree with you. Look at Taco; he's finally right. coming around. Right. See, I'm not writing off Lafreniere yet. It, it just. When you look at Connor McDavid, there's a huge gap there, and I'm not trying to say the Rangers don't have that all-star because Panarin is a top five goal scorer in the league. And right now, Chris Kreider might be the best deflection man in the league. Hands down. That guy lives in front of the net. He plants himself there. He doesn't get moved. And that stick always seems to find the puck and that puck finds the back of the net. And I love it. I have no problem waiting on Lafreniere. It's just as the typical pessimistic fan, you want to see results early and it seems like there's almost because a stalling on his development. But you also got to take it to consideration. This is the largest media market in the world. Yeah. Playing in Edmonton and being successful there isn't not like playing in New York and being unsuccessful. Well, I it depends on who you talk the, to. 
McDavid. Yeah, I agree because in Canada, it, it's Canada hockey and nothing else. I understand that in Canada, is, it's hockey. It's stressful. Listen, I understand that in Canada, hockey is 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 religion. I get that. But Canada as a country has like a population the size of New York and L.A. put together. It doesn't matter where where in the U.S. it's baseball, it's football, okay, it's basketball. It, sports is pretty spread out. It's I mean, it's it's hockey pressure. there. Look at the pressure Toronto is under year in and year out, and look at what yeah. happens. The first but Toronto is their biggest city, under, also. They are under a tremendous amount of pressure to win because of the product that they have on the ice, because of the superstars that they have brought there. You know, so it's. They, they, listen, Sidney Crosby time. was getting attention when he was like 12, 13 years old. He was like how we were looking at, uh, at Bryce Harper coming up in, in Little League. I mean, the, the weight that Canada as a country puts on hockey is massive. So I understand what you're saying, the New York market. Be, it, it, I, I, I think that's a fair point because we are upfront and in your face about it. If you're not doing good, nobody. No, yeah. that, that 87-year-old grandma in the stands will tell you, you suck to your face. What's okay, I agree with you, but there is definitely pressure yeah. for hockey in Canada. I'm not That's saying there isn't. There's, there's pressure always in every profession. Yeah, I'm just saying is being successful in New York is not like being successful in Saskatchewan. No, that that I could agree with there. But to even come full circle with this is, you know, I think these kids are starting to move up. You know, Heedle has been more noticeable even Absolutely. from his, you know, after the the injury stint. Kako has extended his point streak to five straight games. So I feel like things are going to come along here. And I honestly believe the scrap at the end of the game, even though it wasn't much, what Lafreniere did and the fact that he was getting praise from his teammates as he's skating off, like guys, yeah, are you love to see it. To him, I feel as if that is going to be a, it means something, you know, it could be something for him, maybe to get him going. Listen, I think he's been working really good below the hash marks. Um, and the fact that, you know, he's working hard down there and he might not be putting the puck in the back of the net. He's creating plays and, you know, that's all you can ask for. But what I was saying, though, is that, like, again, the Rangers are racking up the points in a very yeah. tough division. They have to keep doing so. And, you know, but at the same time, we know that there needs to be improvement. There needs to be improvement. And think about this. Kevin Rooney, who scored two goals tonight, now has more goals than Mika Zibanejad um, Artemi Panarin, Adam Fox, you know, com you know, they all have four, and Adam Fox, they all have four. Kevin right. Rooney has five. So, can you imagine if? Can you imagine if? Um, Lost TJ again. Can you imagine if Zabanajad <laughs> and Panarin actually get going? But it, well, isn't that the mark of a good team though? When you do spread out the love. Ooh. Sorry, boys, I got to figure it out. A hundred percent. It is great when you get that depth scoring, but when it comes when it comes to it, like that depth scoring is only gonna you know get you so much. Maybe one or two goals when you need that clear separation. So these guys need to start performing because in order to be a, a playoff team, your top players have to perform and put up the numbers. I just want you, them to play better in Canada. I'll tell you right now. I their road one great this year. Y'all, yeah. Number one, I am head over heels loving how True was playing and how he's stepping up. I, I, I absolutely love it. Big guy, not afraid to take the body, getting involved on the boards. Love to see it. I think yeah. the thing the Rangers need to improve on, I, I, I think 
Gorgiev cannot be your backup because he is not a solid backup. We need a better backup. He he cannot. He's not reliable. If it goes to a shootout, if we're lucky enough to get to a shootout with him, you know you're losing. Okay, I don't know if it's that he can't. He can't be a once every five or six game goalie. Maybe he needs to play constantly to be good. I don't know what it is, but I feel like he is the main issue that they have to address have first breakaway right now. And also, I don't know if it counts, but I've touched my face a couple of times. I'm, I'm paying attention to your beer, uh, your drinking game. You have the drink. I'm, I'm almost out. Cause I keep touching my face. I can't take it. <laughs> it's really bad, but it's always good to talk Rangers hockey with you fellas. Yeah. Love it. Always is. Sorry. We don't have a lot of time. We just, it's all good. See, I wrapped it up for you. See that we that's did. how you do it. in the radio business. That's how it's done. The jackpot. I, I gave it to TJ. I wanted to see if TJ could do it. I was testing him. Is that is that why I got booted out of the the podcast, the live feed? Was that you controlling it? No, no, I did not boot anyone out. You're a liar. No, your internet sucks, T. That's what the issue is. Yeah, that's, that's true. What it is. I don't pay my bills. What do you want from me? Yeah. <laughs> well, Joe, we appreciate you coming on. You can, you can hang around. We have a we're gonna talk quick state of how bad New York sports is, and then we're gonna go into. Uh, our phone call. So you might actually like the phone call. So you can hang okay. out if you want. Okay. All Absolutely. right. Uh, so moving on. I don't know if you guys were able to watch the uh, Knicks game. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun. So winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Last night, I heard it was the worst third quarter in the history of third quarters. It was pretty bad. And the Knicks had like a 25-point lead, and it got completely erased. And then, who I absolutely love, Emmanuel quickly, he takes over in the fourth quarter and boosts the Knicks to get to that win. Uh, Camelo Anthony came back. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to watch the whole game, but I didn't actually see the, if he got an ovation or not. I don't know if anyone see if he did or no. I didn't watch the game. Yeah. I don't watch basketball. <laughs> yeah, I know you don't. But, yeah, I mean, it was cool seeing – I mean, it's weird seeing Melo in a Lakers jersey, but it's just cool for him to come back. And I think just to, for his career, like being the number one guy in New York all that time and then going you know, going to Thunder, going to the Rockets, and then finally now he's he found that that reserve role in uh, in Portland, and that's just carrying over into the Lakers. Uh, I think he was a big part of that Lakers comeback yesterday too as well. So, I mean, Carl Anthony just seen him go from this top – tier guy taking a step back humbling himself and being this amazing reserve player off the bench uh i mean i just i i can't i have so much more respect for someone like Carlo anthony than say how i would about lebron james but lebron james is still amazing but speaking of lebron james now i know you guys seen it, it i is, talked about it i talked about it a lot that oh, God, don't get me started on LeBron. yeah that backhand to to Isaiah stewart stewart I, I didn't try to play it off like it was nothing. 
The right. first time I, I it. saw it, I could have sworn he turned his hand this way and clawed at the guy's face. Well, that's where the guy was bleeding. Yeah. Like he, and, and, he and I love I love how the excuse immediately is, you know, LeBron turned to him and said, Oh, sorry. Like, come on. That and that's that a that's a plate up for the ref. I, I listen, exactly. I've done that. Nick watched me do that in a men's league baseball game where some kid was just talking shit and stealing bases and our pitcher wasn't looking him back. And finally there was a pickoff play, and I saw my opportunity, scooped the ball up in the dirt, and I yeah. knocked this kid's helmet off. I blasted him in the head. <laughs> and the the ump looked at me and goes, Oh man, you just like wiped out his face. I was like, oh, sorry. And did you see that LeBron only got one game and that, the player from the Pistons got yeah, two? That pissed right. And they're saying it because of the after the altercation, like running through security, running through the officials. But he bloodied the guy. His his eyes yeah. completely bleeding. But long I, have say, though, pissed. I have if, to say though, if you if you I'm sorry, I'm sorry. If you didn't see them, if you didn't see either the TikTok or one of the videos of that whole thing. I think the best thing that they've dubbed over was Jim Ross saying, oh, my God, it's Stone Cold. Like when he started running <laughs> to go through security to get to LeBron. Like, yeah. you know, the, biggest God, problem with the whole thing is the whole the biggest problem with that whole thing is if he doesn't have that reaction, LeBron doesn't even get ejected from the game. I agree. Yeah, I don't think so. That, that's the issue. That's the issue. If, if he doesn't react the way that he did. LeBron stays in the game. It's just a hold foul. Up. That's all hold it's going to be. Though. Hold up, though. They did immediately, though, when that happened, the ref immediately blew the whistle. So I almost felt like that it well, potentially could have been a flagrant. That's fine, but he's not going to get ejected, and he's not getting suspended. No. no they had to, not because because it became did. bigger than what it was, they had to suspend yeah. him. But he should have yeah. got suspended for five games if you're going to suspend – the, I, I I don't don't know why. You know what that is? They though? call him beefcake you know or something is? like that. It's beautiful Stewart. because like Stewart. It's yes. beautiful because he can get his game rest in. You know because he's got to rest every once in a while because a lot of these players need to get a a game off, paying hundreds of millions of dollars. They need a game off. They can't even have the, you know, stamina to go a complete season like a professional athlete should. Well, I right. like that, that's what fans want to hear that when they pay full price to go see a game that LeBron's not playing. I also like because uh, the Knicks. We able to win that game when I don't think they win it if LeBron's playing because Russ Westbrook had a triple double. Like I said, Camelo, they had that, it blew that big lead already. And then if LeBron was in that game, I don't know. I don't think the win, Knicks win last night. So why not? The, the Lakers lose all the time anyway these days. No, no, they're not that good. But I think uh, the Knicks are, I, I honestly, as a Nick fan, I know they've improved, but like right now, I don't think they're just not gelling right now. I think once they start gelling, they'll be a little bit better. Same how last year they were they were decent all year long. Once the All Star break occurred, they started getting hot and they were winning games. They won like 11, 13 straight, something like that. I think that same thing's going to happen this year again. Is the Knicks going to get hot once they all start gelling, getting used to each other with Kemba, Fournier, and Randall, just all their games mixed together, mesh better? I think you'll see a better second half from the New York Knicks than you did, you know, what you're seeing right now. So I look forward to hopefully seeing LeBron cry about a playing game again because that was nice. That was a, that's always fun to see LeBron. That's why I switched the banner there to LeBron sucks. So uh, I think we're going to do Giants Jets, but I think we're running a little long here. And I think with Giants Jets, we both know they suck. Giants fired Jason Garrett. They think that's going to fix the problem. It's probably not. Do we still uh, have to call him coach? No, as I think TJ tweeted it. Jason currently unemployed. <laughs> Garrett is his new. Uh, I saw that and I immediately thought of that scene from Friends where he's like, it's going to be a lean Christmas at the Dragon House this this year. Lean, <laughs> lean. 
Yeah. Give me a lean the trip only, to the, the Garrett house. The only thing I want to touch on real quick, real quick, with the New York sports sucking right now is how great is it watching no one give a flying F about Mike Francesa versus Noah Syndergaard on Twitter? Oh, it's like, dude, no one cares. Bag. No one cares. Like, dude, no. What's that? You said you put him in a body who put who, who who put who in a body? Oh, bag? Noah put Francesca. Oh, he did. In a body oh, you're still alive? Yeah. He literally <laughs> put him in a body bag. See, but you know what? Uh, honestly, and I'm not a big Mike Francesa guy, I, uh, but you know, I respect him. I respect what he is to New York sports and sports radio. Okay? And Noah, you didn't have a good impact in, in New York and you played for the Mets. So, I mean, the, the you're going to be known for the dude that was on one episode of Game of Thrones in the background. And died. That's it. Yeah, that's it. No one cares. I say, I'll tell you what, though. I, I can't I can't stand Mike Francesa. Mike Francesa is the talk show host that you call into a show with a differing opinion. Not necessarily wrong, right? Because opinions can't be right or wrong. Uh, a differing opinion. And he'll be like, hang up. You don't know what you're talking about because you didn't agree with me. Like, you're a fucking douchebag. Fuck Mike Francesa, okay? So I do like Francesa. I have, I have an autograph in my, uh, in my home office. Shame on you. But yeah, I mean, it, I got my mailman's autograph worth <laughs> about the same. <laughs> oh, I love Mike Francesa. But the only thing good right. about Mike Francesa, I'll give you this, is uh, T. Do you remember the game that we played where uh, the the who was it? Carton did an impression of JJ meeting Francesa. Yeah, yeah that's pretty and funny. and he's doing the ah uh ah uh. 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 <laughs> and the impression he did of our friend John Jastrzemski, who's on Spotify, was phenomenal. And John shows up to the game, and we call John Yaz because you meet John, his last name is Jastrzemski, and he'll say, my name is John Jastrzemski, like Carl Yastrzemski, but with a J. So we go, okay, right on, Yaz. So Yaz shows up, and we go, so Yaz, what are the odds on the cockfights tonight? <laughs> Because that was one of the things. Oh, I gamble on everything. Cockfights, horses, everything. <laughs> All right, well, this long is now we're getting to our All segment right. where Mr. Mr. TJ loves doing this. He loves the phone calls that come in. So there's a number. I mean, we have the number up. If anyone wants to call in right now, you can. Uh, but TJ, what we got in the voicemails, man? Let's go All into right. it. Let me get let me get right into it. Hold on one second. Let me pull it uh, up. Eh. Uh, I hope yeah. Tony's back. We got to be kind of quick here, too, because we run a little over, but maybe about five more minutes. All right. Let me get into them. Dial that number, 609-795-1391. Be dialing. Be dialing. Tell us you love us. Tell us you hate us. Tell us anything. All right. We got a... It's a pretty good drop for you right there with that number, the way you just gave that out. You sounded like a real true... Radio DJ there. <laughs> Shit. That's because he is. <laughs> no, you have All to right. actually play music to be a DJ. <laughs> this is uh, our first one. It's uh, call it and leave uh, his name. Let's break it down. I believe this is Matt, right? You said it was Matt? Yeah, I think it was Matt. Yeah. Oh, God. Terrible voicemail. First off, like, seem excited that people are calling for you. Sound like I called the fucking dentist office. Jesus Christ. I didn't want to even ask my question now. My God. All right. My question for you is, given 
honest and accurate preview of <laughs> the fuck? week 12. Say it. To, to today, Junior? <laughs> a lot of lots on the line. Three big things. Wait, cut games. it. Cut it. Cut it. Is he asking us to no. break down his fantasy league? Yeah, it appears that way. Was he saying my the the voicemail calling was terrible, or that or that voicemail the, was terrible? The voice, the voice. I believe it's the voicemail message answering machine he, that you left. He sounds like William Shatner. He's like, I was thinking what? the same thing. I was like, he sounds like either William Shatner or the kid that plays RZA on Wu Tang and American Saga. So, uh, let me tell you about <laughs> Wu Tang Clan. Uh, There's something on the wing. Yeah, some <laughs> thing. <laughs> Is on the wing. And then he wants to break that is not there. He wants us to break that up fantasy. He wants to break that up fantasy like no one gives a fuck about it. All right, so we're scrapping that? Scrapping him? He's out? Yeah, I don't know. What are we supposed to talk about? It's fantasy league. No one else else knows the fantasy league besides me and the people who are in the fantasy league. All right, so let's move on to our next caller. (laughs) Uh, Our next caller is Chewbacca from Kashyyyk. You guys really set yourself up for this one. Okay, uh, you know what? That was that was that shit was offensive. Okay, no. you can't get away with saying that. We can't. We can't put that on. Listen, listen. You oh, know like what? That. Don't be offended by the the use of nerf herder if you are one. Okay, it's not offensive, so settle down. But I, I think Chewbacca made a great point. I I, I think. Right now, with New York sports where they're at, I think the only team to watch is the New York Rangers. And it's not I wrong. mean, correct me if I'm wrong. He that language. Pretty bad. He, he can't no. listen. I get it. I feel the same way about Islanders fans. I do. But you can't call them that. Not on the. Not on. Not on YouTube. Like it's, you're gonna get. We're gonna get in trouble. So no, we'll, we'll, listen. We'll. About we'll, we'll, my mother. <laughs> no, no, no. That's a. That's a. You're, you're missing the dialect. Did you did you even did you even touch on the fact because it's so interesting that Chewy brought that up because did you see the whole thing today with um, Steve Cohen on Twitter? I did. And how and how that, you know, he really thought that Steven Matz was coming back to the Mets, that apparently it was Matz's agent. So he basically tried to spin it around. He was so bitter because he probably woke up after finding out in the middle of the night that. Steven Matz uh, signed with the Cardinals instead of the Mets. A competent organization. He decided to go on a little Twitter rant. Yeah. And basically, you know, say, well, this is just highly unprofessional. So I'm going to pull up the quote in what he said. He goes, I'm not happy this morning. I've never seen such unprofessional behavior exhibited by a player's agent. I guess words and promises don't matter. He's been an owner for about 25 minutes. He's got plenty of time to see some more unprofessional behavior. Yeah. And, and, so, and so who got like the, fine billions from the SEC. The, but the, yeah, right. the, other thing, the other thing is, is then, and then what happens is the agent for Steven Matz naturally comes out and takes the high road. He goes, we are aware of Mr. Cohen's tweet. It's unfortunate that he chose to take his frustrations to Twitter I will not do the same. Instead, we will take the high road, which is consistent with both my character and the character of our clients. Steven Matz grew up a Mets fan, loved his time there, and continues to invest in the New York community through his efforts supporting New York's first responders. As a result of that, there was a strong pull to return to the Mets, 
but ultimately he made the decision he felt was best for him and his family. And, you know, basically said he's always grateful for the New York Mets and the organization. But so it's just so interesting. You have an owner that's coming out, which is almost like the now the modern day George Steinbrenner, because you're doing it on Twitter. Now you're doing it on social media platforms instead of like right out media like Steinbrenner did it, (laughs) you know, so Chewy, Chewy said a mouthful in that little. Yeah, second. Yeah, absolutely. Not Listen, either. so you're, what you're saying you is Matt's how bad New York teams are. Right. Well, I mean, what you're saying is Matt's and his agent um, acted like professional adults. They put their big boy pants on and didn't cry and bitch and moan on Twitter about contract negotiations. What normal yeah. owners wouldn't do. Yeah, but hold yeah. on a second. Let's just say, for argument's sake, though, that he did, like, his agent was the one that pursued the Mets. Because that's mm-hmm. the way Cohen turned it, is that his agent wanted to contact the Mets because there was possibly discussion between Mats and his agent saying, let's maybe see possible reunion with the Mets. So let's say right. that happens. So, I mean, you know, where do you draw that line? You know, where's that ethical line, you know, of you're going to have these conversations and then you're going to kind of lead this team on as like, and you're going to say it like I know it's different when it's a verbal. I mean, Rook, you're the lawyer here. Like it's different when it's verbal than you actually sign on the dotted line. I, I think yeah, honestly, not, though, that, that not, this happens all the time, though. Anyone, anyone could do that. That happens right. all the time. The fact that he's complaining about it, I think Cohen's being a little bitch. So I, I think what ultimately <laughs> happened was the Mets put an offer on the table. Matt's agent said, I'll get back to you and didn't get back to them. Yes, basically. That, that's, which, that's what came down to happens all the time. That's not unprofessional. Right. That's business. If right. I was Matt's agent, I would have said, I'm going to take the high road and it leads to St. Louis. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm moving on. All right. Here's Here's the next, next, give me the next voicemail. Show it to the, me. Is this the Tony? The next voicemail. This is, this is Tony from New Jersey. There we go. That's my boy. Yeah, this is Tony from New Jersey. Happy Thanksgiving. This time of year, I'm very, very thankful for the people like your friend on the show, Nick. Who can't pick a fucking winning team to save his life. Fuck you. <laughs> People like him make me a lot of money. So, Nick, I know there's a bet involved. Somebody's got to wear some fucking floaty pajamas or something down to Atlantic City. <laughs> I, I think this kid needs to wear a fucking dress. That's how bad this kid's picks up. But you know what? He's making me a lot of fucking money. So you come down to the bottom bang and we'll get you the VIP treatment. Ooh. Just leave your fucking booty pajamas at home, all right? <laughs> I mean, Tony from New Jersey, he's the pulse Love of the people him. at this point. He is incredible. I'm not going to lie. It seems like if you don't, like if you don't listen him. to him, he might have to get a couple of friends down to uh, take care of some business. Yeah, next time he talks to me, try not to choke on some fucking gabagool. Capicola. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it's capicola, all right? Unlike the fake Staten Italians and fucking... Soprano wannabe jersey. It's all right. Well, all right. This is uh, yeah. Uh, we got two more. This is Vic. Right. Oh, it's not playing. There all right, go. that was good. Yeah, hello. This is Vic. Just uh, I was just wondering, maybe as <laughs> a Thanksgiving wish, maybe you, you one of you guys, maybe that guy Rook, just. Turn around and lean over, kind of look into the camera and smile. That would make me very happy. You know, just, just turn around a little bit, bend over, <laughs> duck your toes, 
Jesus I, Christ. I religiously watch your program. This is crap. And you boys make me just so damn happy. All sorts of feelings in the downstairs area. So oh please, God. Mr. Rook, just turn around, touch them toes for me. Uh, I mean, Rook, uh, you don't want to. You don't want to. I'm not going to oblige. I'm not going to. Come on. It's Vic. Do you think he wants to see my toes? He's probably like a Rex Ryan. No, he said he wants you to bend over and touch your toes. Yeah. While Uh, you look back and smile like this. Jesus. Um, Well, if he likes likes toes, Aaron Rodgers just showed his toes. (laughs) I saw that. That was great. Maybe he'll get off to that one. But I'm not going to oblige. And sorry, Vic. I am not going to. Degrade uh, myself. Vic, uh, reach out I to me, DM have, me on Twitter. I can get you those pictures. I do, I do have an their price. <laughs> I have OnlyFans four nine nine a month. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this this last call is actually kind of weird. Um, I think it was supposed to go to uh, Nick personally, but it came to us. Very. You got the wrong number, I guess. Hello, this is Howard from Pajamas R Us. <laughs> Nick, we have your order in. Um, the crotch has been removed from those pajamas. Extra ruby like you requested. Easy yeah. access. You can come and pick them up anytime. Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. Nick, why would you give the wrong number? Who the fuck gets pajamas from at 7 a.m.? <laughs> I mean, listen, who gets pajamas with the crotch cut out? There was a rumor. I don't know. Rook might know this, but there was a rumor that um, a celebrity from Quahog had left a message, but I guess it didn't make its way to, to the voicemail box. Well, apparently, got one that was last week, my friend. doesn't watch the fucking podcast. Oh, you did we it last one, week? We got one last week from Quahog. Oh, yes. Joe's yes. Uh, All right. Joe's we, we, we thought, oh, we, we thought our friend Stewie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My wife has been dealing with COVID while pregnant. I'm sorry that I didn't get a chance to listen to your podcast last week. There's other things going on. Way to make us all feel bad, Joe. I hope it feels better, dude. Hope everyone's okay. Yeah, and uh, hope everyone's doing well, and you're doing well, and taking you know, care of wife. her. I've I've tested negative three straight tests, so I'm taking care of her. I'm not gonna nice. lie, you know, what really helps kick COVID's ass, scotch. <laughs> or weed. Yeah, been talking to our friend Stewie from Cohog. Or weed. He's also pregnant though. Or weed. Sweet What's sticky weed. Yeah, she can't have scotch. What's your name? Purple Sticky Punch. (laughs) She can't have scotch. I wish she could. She probably wishes she could right now, but she can't. Yeah, well, here we go, I guess, boys. I think that's the last last, uh, voicemail. So we did go a little long here. uh, But as always, this was fun. Joe, thanks for joining us for the uh, the second half of the podcast. But um, I think that's pretty much everything for today. We covered as much as we can. It was fun going over Thanksgiving. And you know what? I'm thankful, boys. Thankful for you guys. I'm th- oh, stop. Oh, that's so You're sweet. Me blush. Yeah, I gotta ask you a question though before we leave. It better be quick. <laughs> Are the Yankees gonna sign anybody before this work stoppage deadline? No, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. He's yeah, Brett Gardner. Beat you into Brett Gardner. You're gonna do it. Oh, <laughs> We're gonna sign Brett Gardner. All right, Joe. We're gonna say goodbye, Joe. And then we're gonna finish the podcast. So it was great. Thanks Later, for joining guys. us again. Yeah, Joe. Happy Thanksgiving, brother. You too. Happy Thanksgiving, handsome fella. You too. All right. See you later. All right, boys, that was a fun first live show uh, streamed on YouTube and on the Belly Up Sports Facebook page. So anyone who's watching, if you guys do a rewatch here, just leave comments below. We'll feel free to answer those. We also have the number in the corner, so go ahead and uh, give us a call. And Nick, take us home. So 
I just want to thank everybody for being here with us. Uh, a happy Thanksgiving, fruitful, multiply. Uh, hopefully your football team wins tomorrow, except if you're Anthony or TJ. Hopefully your football team loses. Uh, shame on Anthony for rooting for teams that are in the same division as the Giants and rooting against the Giants. Not going to the big fan that he is. But from all of us here at the Scoreboard Addicts podcast, we thank you for being with us. Have a great night. Happy Thanksgiving. Pajamas. everybody. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 